when some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another, all will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? Jesus said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then Jesus said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading from the book of Daniel. Now we're in chapter 2. We see how Daniel is exercising authority here because King Nebuchadnezzar has a dreadful dream and he's terrified. There's this great king. He rules over the world at that time and yet he's terrified of a dream. But it's a dream that he thinks is important and has something to say about him in the future. And so he tells his wise men, his sorcerers, that if they cannot both tell the dream all the details plus the interpretation they will be put to death so the whole court now is in turmoil Daniel however is quite peaceful he comes to the king and says give me time and I will consult with my God and give you the interpretation and the king allows it and this is the key to the whole chapter in fact the whole book Daniel and his three friends take the time to go before the Lord and ask for wisdom God gives Daniel the interpretation, but before he goes to the king and tells the dream, he breaks out in this hymn of praise, and it's just a wonderful hymn that is worth quoting. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and mysterious things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells in him. To you, God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for you have given me wisdom and strength, and now have made known to me what we ask of you, for you have made known to us the king's matter. This is a teenager, a young person, who's been taken away from his home and subjected to this whole program of conversion. He remains faithful to God. He praises God for the wisdom he's been given. And now he goes to the king, tells him the details of the dream, plus the interpretation. And the king is so impressed. And the dream is important because it tells of four successive kingdoms, represented by the four metals comprising the statue. The metals are in decreasing value, but increasing strength. So the head of gold is Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon. The silver represents Medo-Persia, the bronze, Greece, and then finally iron, the great empire of Rome. But what's important in the dream is the little rock that is hewn from the mountain without human hands. Here the church fathers interpret that to be the virgin birth of Christ. 
and that little stone will crash against the great statue and demolish it, crush it, and then the little stone will grow into a great mountain that will cover the earth. The Church Fathers considered the stone to be Christ and the mountain to be Christ's body, the Church, which is now, of course, throughout the whole world. The word crush is the same word used in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where God tells the serpent that the woman's seed will crush the head of the serpent. And, of course, that's Christ. We now are called to apply this dream and this whole book to ourselves. In the letter of 1 Peter, chapter 2, here's the application. Peter says, quote, Come to him, meaning Christ, to that living stone, rejected by men, but in God's sight chosen and precious, and, like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. So that's what we are here. Living stones being built into a house, actually a family of parishes, and we're called then to give praise to God. In the Gospel, Jesus now speaks to the people who were marveling over this Jewish temple, and he was saying, not one stone will be left upon another. And he's referring to the Roman Empire, this fourth metal, later on in the book of Daniel, the fourth beast. But that kingdom of Rome will be crushed because they will be converted by the apostles to Christ. Jesus also says, destroy this body, referring to himself, and I will raise it up in three days. Again, he's referring to the church. Here we are today, this whole first reading applies to us. And the key is Daniel went to God in prayer. And God gave him the wisdom and the interpretation. So let us be men and women of prayer. And in these troubled times, call upon the name of the Lord and ask, how can I be of service to you now in this family of parishes, in this house of God in which I'm a living stone? And then God will give us that and we can break out in praise as we come to present our charisms and gifts to God in service of his church.